Hey, <laughs> it's the Spark Madness podcast. Uh, hey, I, how's it going? Yay. Uh, are you going to hit the button? There he goes. Hey, he's got the button. Yeah. Uh, I'm Matt. That's Ben. Uh, that's Aaron. Hey. And we are joined by Wesley on Skype. Hey, Wesley. Again with this. Get this out of here. <laughs> uh, he's going to just. <laughs> yeah, our screen him. seems to be frozen Very anyway. Amazing. Uh, it's that 90s uh, internet speed. 90s tech. But, but we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Ben, you're, uh, do you want to give, what are you doing? Oh, sorry. Can you? It's playing on the YouTube. All right. We're professionals. We've got an awesome show. We're going to do, uh, uh, we brought Wesley on. We're going to talk about uh, Captain Marvel today, uh, which just came out last weekend. Yes. Uh, and made $500 million already. Uh, That's incredible. Seems like a lot. Um, but Happy uh, this is in anticipation of the. It's going to lead right up into Avengers uh, in the next month. So, um, Aaron, to give us like uh, before we get into the movie, you uh, have an embargo, right? Yes, yes. <clears throat> since uh, since Justice League, no capes. Where's my sound? There it is. Well, I tried. Thanks, computer. <laughs> <laughs> Review embargo. There, there it, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron's not. Technology. He's, he's completely uh, no superhero movies whatsoever. Justice League disappointed yeah. me so much that there were going to be no more superhero movies ever. <laughs> that was like our first year doing this. It's so long. <laughs> I got principles. And Justice, Justice League was the one, which is like the best thing. That's the best one. Oh, boy. Um. Well, so, so you have no, no opinions on Captain Marvel whatsoever. Is that I, what I'm I loved the marketing. <laughs> okay. I thought it was great. Is there any sort of takeaway from your part in terms of what before we get into the movie that you want to share with us? Um, only that I'm thankful for this movie because I love a good dumpster fire. Mm. Gives us lots to talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see if the rest of you guys agree. This movie has pretty good ratings. Uh, who like? Let's let's at least tee up the non-spoilery stuff because uh, the whole podcast is gonna be spoilery, right? Um, we all saw it separately. Do uh, Wesley, Ben, do either of you have like a strong opinion on um, how you would set up this movie for somebody? No. <laughs> Can you be more specific? As to what you mean. I guess, like, <clears throat> as we go into Avengers, why, like, what is Captain Marvel? Like, why are we watching this? Oh, um, I don't know. It, like, <laughs> Seems like some extreme downtime content. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like a, it's, you have to, <laughs> just so you're not confused. <laughs> yeah, I guess the reason to see it. Is because you're gonna watch Infinity War, and you're like, "Who's this person?" Yeah, uh, Matt, that's I, strong as strong as Thanos. There was yeah. a there was a picture I sent to Wesley. I don't have it on me, but it's uh, it's weekend at Bernie's. Only <laughs> only the two guys are Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame, and then Captain Marvel was Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> So we're kind of uh, being very upfront about, I guess, the oh opinion boy. of the movie. Um, so let's get into it. Yeah, so I've Captain got Marvel. This is entirely. Oh yeah, you have strong opinions. This is entirely like, <clears throat> if I were to position this, it is one of the other than, you know, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, and all the characters in Black Panther. Uh, this is like the. F- the female superhero that's a part joining the Avengers. To your point, she's going to be in the next movie. The yeah. first one, <clears throat> other than you know the others. Other, yeah, yeah. But the she's she actually has like, well, I guess Scarlet Witch also had a lot of powers. But we're giving she has her own. And Ben, you, we were talking on the way over here what her kind of history and even becoming a Marvel yeah. character was. Um, but she's like she's kind of like the Superman character. It seems like she is. So part of the um, part of the Marvel verse. Um, from what I understand, it's like they're the different Captain Marvel that was like a, really a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she was like the heroine next to him called Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. But then they changed her to Captain Marvel to what, what, whatever. But but Miss Marvel, the same character, uh, what her real name is, uh, in the X Men series, Rogue steals her powers, puts her in a coma, 
And that's why Rogue has her powers, too. What are you laughing at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I can think of is Clint Eastwood talking to an empty chair. It's Clint Eastwood talking about superheroes. Go ahead. Keep going. Like talking to an empty chair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is the empty space next to you. <laughs> if you could zoom out. <laughs> oh, I wish I could. So, I can't do that to myself, Mr. But so she she has like kind of a lore. Yeah, she has a past, obviously. So yeah. to work her in now, especially given the timing of what's happening in the entire MCU seems you know, it seems well timed, I guess, that she is coming in to, after the cataclysmic events of Infinity War. Um, but this is because reasons. This movie, so to set it up, and then we'll do spoilers and to really get into it, is all about introducing her character, who she is, um, and it kind of follows her up until kind of unleashing her powers. That's basically the whole movie. She, she and she meets the the kind of secondary main character Samuel L. Jackson as young Nick Fury in the nineties. Perfect. Yeah. That feel about right. That's perfect. And it's all it introduced some of kind of like what they did with Solo, where they just kind of worked in Darth Maul at the end. I forget the name of the guy with the hammer from Guardians. Ronan. Yeah, they kind of work him in, like shoehorn him in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of trying to tie a bunch of threads together. We find out because he's a he's a krill. Is that what they call him? Kree. Kree. Yeah. We find Krull. out <laughs> a, a Nick Kroll. Uh, <laughs> big mouth. He, uh, we find out a lot. There's a bunch of those little like solo esque uh, t- uh, callbacks to like, oh, why does he like kind of explaining things? Why does um, they're he... called Easter eggs? <laughs> <laughs> I should be doing that with my glasses. <laughs> yeah, so we find out why he's got why Samuel Jacks uh, Nick Fury has a eye patch. We uh, explain kind of the pager. There, like, there's a bunch of little things that you know. The test, like where the solo, tesseract everything came important from. that happened to Nick Fury happened within a few hours. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> in like a one a one like day span. So many of us. Your life trajectory was solved at this one point. The protector um, initiative. Yeah. The yeah. yeah right. Backspace. 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 Uh, all right. <laughs> well, Matt, that was pretty good background. Yeah. Let's go ahead and start this movie. Um, well, are you ready for this week's trailer trash? Yes. Let's do that. Okay. I'm a little late to the game on this one, but well. You know, we didn't do a show last week. Yeah. Hold on, let me get this. Let me get this set up. Oh. Did you like it? <laughs> Sorry, that was the whole budget. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Here's the video. Let me. Let me. Let me <laughs> I thought you were serious. Let, let me. Let me take Wesley down. Hold on. Okay, here I'll we take go. Wesley so down. if you're listening, you need to go to our page and watch. Are this you video. ready to watch superheroes quip at each other for the 21st time? <laughs> I know I am. Roll that beautiful bean footage. You've come a long way, but you're not as strong as you think. Oh God! Is this movie ad campaign too smart to win? And who is? Brie Larson. I do not need a 40-year-old white dude to tell me what didn't work for him about A Wrinkle in Time. Kill Whitey! She's certainly a controversial character, and she seems to want Captain Marvel to be a feminist icon. And that's fine. That's all well and good. I'm sure she's a nice person. Oh. Oh. Well, there you have it. This is the face of a hero. A face that says, what does this face say? Can anyone tell me what this facial expression is supposed to convey? But what do I know? She worked on this facial expression for months. Also, why is everybody online saying her feet are disgusting? I don't see anything wrong here. Oh. Tough actin to actin. Clinically proven tenactin cures even tough cases of athlete's foot fungus. Get tough actin tenactin. Alright, enough of that. Let's talk about how all the bad reviews are being pinned on angry incels. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Incels, we have got to put a stop to this. This female. Open those Rotten Tomatoes accounts and vote this movie down! Dude, I made 30 accounts just for this! Good! 
I love a good review bombing almost as much as I love hating women. Hey, why is there a woman here? Yeah. Quiet! I thought Wonder Woman was pretty good. When we're done, no woman will ever dare to star in her own film again. Now get to work. Blaming men for this movie's shortcomings couldn't possibly be any kind of damage control. Everyone learned their lesson from <laughs> Ghostbusters 2016, right? It's not like, oh, I don't know, Disney forced YouTube to change its search algorithm or anything. Hmm. Really makes you think. No matter what, I hope this movie does well. Why is that, you ask? Because there's hundreds of effects artists working on these movies. For them, it's a volatile industry where you may have a job one day and no job the next. They're the real MVPs on these projects, and they gave it their all. But as for Miss Larson... It was Tuesday. <laughs> wow, wow. Aaron. Aaron, that was hilarious. That was another level. I what, had, well, we had some downtime. What is your follow-up with, with now sharing that with us? Well, well I'll just say... Uh, I haven't seen the bar set this low since I went to a dwarf's wedding reception. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm gonna be doing some jokes later. Oh, good. I I'm glad you prepared it. some of them. I, I want to watch it again. There's a lot of there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Uh, so tell us how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, having from that, I I mean that's the commentary I think from the outside of. Uh, I think you captured several of the angles that I'm sure we're going to get into. So, especially the Tenactin angle. <laughs> yeah, the Tenactin of the... <laughs> the of very, Paris. very low angle. Like, that'll be the product placement in the next movie. All right, let's actually talk about the movie. Um, where uh, So, I'm going to give it to Wesley because he's kind of... Uh, where would you start with this? Or, like, if we were going to... If you were going to talk to somebody who hasn't seen the movie, this is your spoiler warning if you're listening. We're going to get into it. Wesley, if what is the first thing you would tell somebody who was like, should I go see Captain Marvel? Uh, Captain, yeah. You want to understand Endgame? Yeah, I don't even. Honestly, you don't really need to. <laughs> I don't. Nothing. There was nothing concrete in the movie that made it Just required review. viewing. You know, I don't. I don't. Uh, I kept waiting for that connection, and it didn't really come. There wasn't really anything that made me be like, oh. I guess That's like, okay, what I'm the, the pager in Infinity before. War was for. What do you think, Ben? I like turtles. Okay. The hard-hitting commentary. Good commentary. Well, you asked me what I'm thinking. Yeah, oh. that's <laughs> I was honestly telling you. Yeah. If oh. someone were to ask you, should you go see Captain Marvel, what would you say? I mean, if you want to. What is, if, you, if they were like... <laughs> Okay. Right. I have I'm no really strong opinion in. one way or another. If you don't have to, but if you want, why? You... I guess why? What is the lack of enthusiasm about it? Why? What is the reason for that? Why are you guys kind of so meh? About it couldn't it? be anything to do with the fact that this is the 21st Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. <laughs> well, that's well, is that part no, of it? it's not for me. Okay, so Wesley, no. why? Why? If it's not just like lather, rinse, repeat Marvel, like what about it was so kind of uh... no. Those are two different statements. It's not because it's the 21st Marvel movie. They've been changing it up lately and doing more exciting things. Um, ever since, I think, Doctor Strange kind of changed things up. And then Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther, they all, they're like, okay, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, we're going to give Thor a haircut. Well, they tried yeah. with some ideas. They just, the execution wasn't there and some story details weren't there. Like the if we're gonna go spoilers, yeah, I like all the, spoilers. Yep. I like the fact that the the scrolls were not really the bad guys. I like that that mm -hmm. refugee angle of them. Yeah, which I guess is not true. No, With Ben Mendelsohn, who is perfectly cast as the person to mislead you down the yeah. villain yeah. path. Yeah. Like was, that was a was, good. Even was, though he was kind of weird as the in his scroll makeup, he was funny. Yeah. And it's funny that he actually sounds like this. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a big tongue. He has the a list. first order. <laughs> His list. They all sounded like that. Though. They yeah. all sounded like they had mouthpieces in. Yeah, he. They always like. <laughs> my doctor said I need to keep my retainer in. Your glory's too. Well, he was. <laughs> he was one of the brighter spots because he made you played a charismatic character, very interesting character. A little bit, yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's what 
uh, whether it's maybe she's Brie Larson, maybe she's a boring person <laughs> because she's boring in King Kong too. She wasn't that. Oh, I didn't think so. I didn't think no. that was true. But Gal Gadot has had so much charisma, and it was, and her character, even though it was all powerful and unbeatable, was very interesting and flawed, and and <clears throat> like there was something vulnerable about her character that we connected to. Yeah. So not just to bring it back for you, Wesley, like when you brought up the, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like to me, I think what they ended up doing was it it actually went down the path of Thor Ragnarok to your point, Wesley, of like (laughs) they're trying to shake things up, but now it feels like so like everything is just so homogenized and they're just taking the same character traits and just reallocating them to where, Brie Larson should have been the wisecracking, like give her like this new personality for us to latch as a new character for us to latch onto. And I and I don't think as an actress it's her fault. Honestly, I like Brie Larson a lot. I think what what she was doing was riff like the moments of like oh I kind of like that one little moment like where she screamed at the 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 scroll she was fighting just went ah like that little like weird moment. There's no way that was in the script. That to me, that was her riffing off of something that was not well set up for her. That they instead like gave all the like interesting traits to Samuel Jackson to be this like goofball. Like when you think of Thor Ragnarok, we talked about this during that podcast of like everything's jokey jokes all of a sudden for Thor, which wasn't his character before. I felt that way with like I loved. I thought Samuel Jackson was really funny as it, Gosh, like, Matt. Great moments in riffing history. Hey, I'm walking here, and <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah, let's add that to the canon, to the list. Uh, but yes, uh, I mean, I like you. Start you went down this path, Wesley, of like it's they were trying to mix things up. I think in this case, they they maybe even like kept they kept trying or kept trying to go down that formula, but it still wasn't super successful. What do you think? Uh, I see what you're saying, but I don't think I agree. I think that they did the exact opposite with her that they should have. A, it doesn't seem like they knew exactly what they wanted to do with her at all because she kept snapping back and forth between like being like kind of a prick and then like, huh, I'm fun, you know, <laughs> like she would condescend you if you were trying to be funny, but then you would say something serious and she'd be like, <laughs> I got jokes. And I was like, you're kind of a dick. Like the kind of person who like thinks that the funniest person in the room, but nobody else is. But uh-huh. and I didn't like, I didn't like that moment that you talked about where she screamed at the scroll because a it's stolen from another movie, but b that whole opening, what that whole opening, it wasn't stolen from Hereditary, was it? Most <laughs> no, most stolen the movie from felt uh, stolen. Um, uh, Brendan Fraser, the Mummy, uh, yeah, our guy. Uh, That's right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, <laughs> she stole a lot. She stole the fucking the. Oh, can I swear? I can't. Remember. Oh my god! Get out! Oh I would gosh. prefer that you didn't. Oh, this no. is a Christian what podcast. What's your problem? <laughs> she stole the um, the gun scene, the Indiana Jones gun scene. Like that's not a '90s movie. Well, so but that's exactly I, I guess that's a, I like. I wouldn't say she stole. It. Like to be, I, I'm just going to blanket statement now because it was to, the cat that going, stole it. Like I thought the writing, <laughs> the writing, the script, the pacing. My overall complaint is that. This movie felt like, just to propel us whichever direction you guys want to take this, my biggest complaint was this movie felt like two, the first two movies of a Captain Marvel series in one. They tried to put the origin story and then the sequel into one movie. And Agreed, but they also didn't know what the <clears throat> fuck they were doing because she shouldn't have been that way from the beginning. She should have been like a hardcore soldier. In the beginning, with no jokes, and then but, found that later. And that's what I'm saying is that the sacrifice, the sac, the reason everything came out so bland and watered down is because ev- any individual moment or plot thread or character thread, whatever you want, other than Nick Fury, who had been set up in so many other movies, they were making sacrifices because they were trying to like, let's go fast, let's go fast, let's all of her backstory we're going to do in one second flashbacks and they're all going to be separate and different we're not going to give anything a chance to breathe to get to get to know her to even show any progression gotcha. whatsoever gotcha. like gotcha. that that's kind of where i'm going it's like then from, I, I get what you're saying now yeah and so i don't blame the actors i like honestly i don't like in this case i thought the writing was really the problem and really it came from structurally i wish this movie was 
an origin story of her figuring out her powers, which we were talking about on the way over here. Like, if there was any emotional connection to her, like, realizing she had powers at all, uh, or, like, how strong she was, like, every, all of her relationships in the movie, even to her friend, to uh, Jude Law, to, um, and then even to her, like, kind of what her backstory was, felt all, because they were compressing so much, like, the betrayal for Jude Law, so spoil, Jude Law is her, like, uh, mentor in the, whatever, Space Force, I forget what it's called. Star Force. Star Force is her mentor, and they have this, like, they introduce know, the movie with this, so like, weird. like bonding moment of them fighting, and he's her training, but then, that's it. That's all we get about it, and then it's also telegraphed immediately that he's bad. Like it's obvious from the very start. And then at the end, we're like, we're supposed to feel this emotional weight that she feels betrayed by Jude law or feels like she doesn't know what to do. But like from the movie standpoint, we weren't given anything to like, uh, uh, really connect with her that she would, uh, genuinely feel that because we only got one scene with Jude law, basically between the two of them. And then it's all so rushed through that, and there's a million other things happening in the middle with Samuel L. Jackson coming in. There's this cat coming in. Like, it, to me, the the my biggest complaint is that it felt like they tried to cram two movies into one. And yeah. maybe and, and it, maybe three, honestly. maybe even three. And it and it and it had an impact on character, story, like everything we are talking about. Well, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that now that you really you say that because I hadn't thought about that that it was it felt unfocused. It didn't yes, feel like completely. crammed. So now that you say it, yeah, movie one should have been building her relationship, going through missions with Jude Law so that you feel like, wow, this guy is on our side. With even and like maybe, the flashbacks to like her in the air. Like the, that was the most key. interesting part of the movie I would to me. say like small, tiny flashbacks. That's movie one. They beat the scrolls, you know, in a small battle. And you're like, woohoo, we win. And, you know, she's a great Cree. Movie two is focusing on who is this person, this woman I keep thinking of, and why does she look like the Supreme Intelligence? Why does she wear the mask? Uh, <laughs> uh, why, why does the Supreme Intelligence show as her to me? Yeah, and then like that's kind the, of the that's mystery. That's the plot of, of the second movie. Yeah. Is like it's your Empire Strikes Back of well, and, you know, questioning and ben, everything you know. Ben brought up, uh, which I also thought was a, a a good twist, was the kind of scroll creep, like turn it on its head, uh, yeah. which isn't really a twist because. The Kree are always bad. Like they're bad in the comics. They're bad in yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. The scroll, though. The scrolls are bad in the comic yeah. books too. Yeah, they are. But but, but the Kree are never good guys. No. They're they're always like crazy militarized uh, fascists. So yes, that part was obvious from the start. That like yes, they're bad guys. <laughs> but the scroll though, I thought was an interesting take on it and like what you can explore with that and what uh, Captain Marvel's relationship with like being sympathetic to that could mean but to me following the movie uh like it was almost like oh checkbox like that was a good thing to do at the end but i didn't follow it throughout no. the movie i didn't track the 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 like where you they were trying to lead me of like these are bad guys but they like there weren't any like teasers along the way to tell me that like oh i'm rethinking how you presented it to me at the start um i don't know uh, I was kind of disappointed with that, that too. That Mark Bernardin guy who does Kevin Smith his podcast, he reviewed the movie by himself, but he had a good point about um, like emotional. Like there was plot points, and there's no emotional points, no emotional weights. And I think a lot of Marvel movies um, fall under this um, formula where it's we don't get an emotional weight. An emotional like connection sometimes with the characters. Uh, absolutely agree. And that's it's usually with the ones that they try to introduce right before a team up movie. Well, it's true, but yes. like like um, I told Matt, that's why probably why I like older movies from the eighties and stuff because that was like that's all pre- they could do. It's predicated <laughs> on that emotional connection and weight. And one thing that Bernardin said that was really smart is like you know set up this character who. Wants to be, to break the sound barrier. Like has be, a goal. Who like wants a, to be a, yeah. a fighter pilot and fly these fast planes, but never gets the chance to. Yeah. But then, which again gets the backstory. Like you got to set it up. Exactly. Like his character. But then she has realizes she has this power, and that 
that falls when she's falling and she realizes she can fly, but not only Boom. fly, but like yeah. fly faster than light, anything like and before all this power, that emotional weight of like, holy crap, like I can do this even more and I'm a superhero. Yeah. Gosh, it you says know? so much about ourselves. Well, it's saying, yeah. I'm saying like that weight, yeah, it that adds payoff something, would be, though. be like, huge to the, the audience. Yeah, totally. Well, like, because to me, the emotional point. connection, the emotional connection you're talking about, and I don't mean to, it feels almost like because there's so few female-led superhero movies, it's almost, I hate to even compare it just to Wonder Woman, but that movie did such a good job of like kind of building us up to the end of the movie of her, I mean, the end was the worst part of her fighting this god or whatever, but it went down this track of her like finding her place and you know all these other considerations that they really set us up for whereas in this it was just like she has powers she had them the whole time and it just was like a button switch with this like green screen room with a net bedding that then all of a sudden she's superman and it's like okay great and she knows exactly how to use them in that moment and it like it just the the rapid pace of it that like just it's, like things are happening you'd like this right like that's kind of the feeling kind of that like, I got. right Last right Jedi a little bit with with um what's her name the main character ray yeah it's just like i don't know if it was mary i, I disagree with that with ray but i understand your general point yeah. like that she just kind of gets she never owns them yeah um before we like we can circle back to some more what were some of the good things about the movie if ooh, powers were cool and that sequence at the end was cool when she's beating up ships and throwing torpedoes like when she's doing this and like this to Ronan. Oh yeah, and like ah. like the Is kind it of true the that, that sequence King was set to no yeah. doubt? Someone uh, confirm that for me? I don't yes, remember. That did. Yes, it happened. I love it. <laughs> Wesley's mad. Nineties, right? Cringeworthy, man. Yeah. But I like that sequence of how powerful she was. End, that would have been yeah. a that would have been a fine credit song, but not in that scene. Oh. I like so her to me, I, costume. I, I thought the I thought uh, I thought I the end was good. I didn't like how it was edited though. I thought it was really really too close. Ooh, I didn't. It get, was oh. edited and shot super dark and it looked like it was on video. It was very weird. But I I did like her general costume. See, I'm going back and forth on the like, what's the good? I yeah. I I'm liked digging, her. I'm digging. I really liked her general her costume. Friend, her I, friend and the daughter were I great. Did not like how easy it was to change the color scheme. I thought that was dumb. No, I thought that was kind of dumb. But I liked the mohawk. And like I, the mohawk was cool. Yeah, cool yeah. look. Suit was powered by Windows 10. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like how like the girl knew what Tech she was jokes. doing. Like, you didn't know what you're doing. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, you mentioned so Wesley. Sorry, just to circle back. What did you say was a good thing? Uh, her, the friend and her daughter. I can't remember their names uh, off the top of my head without looking. Uh, Mo- Monica was the daughter's name, right? Yeah, I thought they were the strongest part too. They I, were like hey, well, totally. them and Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn's yeah. phenomenal. Like, yeah, he was him good. and uh, and science science scroll or whatever. Science scroll. That was his name. <laughs> My name is Science, science Guy. Scrum. Was it Science Guy? The Science oh, Guy. Yeah. 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 Bow tie. Yeah. Um, I, no, I, I, I'm glad you brought up the the friend and her daughter. I thought that was the the crux of. While I think the movie mostly failed, like it's weird that the conversation is all about trolls and like all these other like the movie didn't re- like beyond. I actually it's was minuscule. It's exactly what I got in trouble for on Twitter for saying that it would have no effect. I said it would have no effect and I like, like to me blew up on the Collider website for and being you know dismissive what? of even of trolls. if there's negative trolling, you know there's positive trolling too. Oh yeah. But I well, got screenshots. I'll actually. just well I'll just <laughs> say like to me that my my I guess my overall point is that the movie had little bits of moments. I thought the scenes with the the daughter were great. I thought like what that meant in the con- to the emotional connection. Those were the only parts where I felt like she seeing a role model. Like this was that was the part that landed. And then the one line where it was like, "I have nothing to prove to you." At the very end, uh, that was like one of those like takeaway lines. But it's a but take- it had nothing to support exactly. it. Exactly. That's, the, that's yeah. the that's exactly where I was going. Is that like. You could put that in like a little gif and make it a meme with the she words never, on it, and like say put that, that on the, your Twitter and get some retweets. And the movie embodies like this is what the movie is is this moment, but everything preceding that did not uh, 
build the, like warrant like like the whole like just saying the line doesn't mean that the whole movie embodied what that it signified and that's right. i guess the for me the biggest disappointment is the maybe the missed i don't want to say the missed opportunity but like they tried to do too much and it's just with any of the Marvel movies is that like you got too much Marvel in my other movie. Like <laughs> yeah. get at, I don't need all this other Samuel Jackson goofy like jokey jokes. Like focus on what makes this movie unique. That mm-hmm. and that was my biggest complaint. It's like go down whatever direction you, you know, want even if it's polarizing. I would prefer if, that. What if they But went, they uh, made it so milk toast. What if they made like combine um, the st- story structure and plot thread of Memento, you know, you had sounds this great. You had this character. I'm on board. You had this character doesn't know who their identity is. Yeah. So the, that kind and they of got works. to piece it together. Yeah. Yeah. And where the audience they tried. No, they you're, you're Superman with actual like context, contextually relevant uh, '90s references, rather than just like <laughs> remember this song. Stanley, like that's it. All rats. <laughs> <laughs> they did it fine with the loading screens and stuff like that. That was. Cute little moments. I see. I I got kind of sick of the. Jeans. I got sick of the cute. I got sick of the cute stuff. There wasn't a lot of baggy honestly, jeans. I, it. it he, but if if it hadn't taken that long, there'd have been a moment where like, well, they couldn't have just done it that fast. You know, like those little moments where where you had to wait. You know, when you were logging onto the internet, you would hit connect and go do something yeah, else for a I, few minutes and come back. That yeah, was nice. yeah, yeah. What was with the cat? But what was with the cat? There's ten the cat ways was, to make this movie. Are you saying that and it they, was better than and Sandra they didn't Bullock one of in the, the net? <laughs> they, they, you, were tu- you almost touched on something a minute ago that I thought would have been really profound. It's that but they, it wasn't. But, well, no, you didn't go that direction <laughs> nice. or you didn't finish the thought. But uh, it would have been interesting if this movie would have been like dual storylines of her and the movie should have been her and Jude Law, um, Von Rigg or Von Tri- I don't remember what his name was. Von Traps. Von Traps, yeah. Uh, it should have been them. It should have been their journey. And it should have mirrored her flashbacks to her to the friends. Are you saying you wanted some poetry? Yeah. It should have mirrored it should have had moments. She they should have had moments that would cause her to have flashbacks because it was such a similar Situation. Slumdog and millionaire. If you, if you would have used her her friendship with the girl, I can't remember her name. The woman, uh, her, in the Air Force, her Air Force, the woman. Friend. Yeah, yeah, her Air Force friend who was um, really if, cool. Yeah, she's great. Uh, they did not. They did not do a good job of establishing names of these characters. Um, but if if they would have had you know a little bit more of that plot line. That was an echo of what she was going through with Jude Law. That would have given emotional weight to the Jude Law stuff, yeah, by proxy. And they didn't do that. And instead, they had completely irrelevant things. And it would have built her character. It would have shown you what's important to her because I mean, it, yeah, it, it built relationships twice. Yeah, there, it, there's so many that. different little things. They could have even tied this into Than- the Thanos character for why she's showing up, even of like, uh you know, the Cree feeling like they got to do things for the sake of everybody, although it's misguided. Like, there's so many different things they could have set up. Uh, right, from like, a she's plot the counterpoint stand- to Thanos? Exactly, yeah, yeah. They could have done so much that then makes her involvement in Endgame even more relevant. Like, there's so many things that it just felt like we're going to do, like, they almost r- refuse to even take a risk on doing multiple Captain Marvel movies. Instead, oh, there's, you like, know there's going to be another one. Well, there will, but they didn't want to risk it before right. Endgame, which was, like, to also, me, I could have had... The daughter, the daughter is the next Captain Marvel, so they're already teeing up for that handover. Yeah. Oh. I, like, I didn't, I don't think I needed Thor Ragnarok. I think I needed two Captain Marvel movies. Now that I know what the trajectory is, I didn't need. There's nothing in Thor. Like I guess maybe plot progression. I don't even remember what happened at the end of it that set up the next movie. The only thing that Ragnarok did was set up uh, the the Hulk being like stuck. Yeah, yeah. which is stupid. Well, no, like, it changed the character. I think that it Thor changed Ragnarok the character necessarily because it they turned messed it into up a more before. introspective character, which made him interesting. It was just yeah. damage was just, control, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. But, but, then I, he, but then he had no eye patch. 
lost his yeah, eye, it, and he's like, I don't need the hammer, but now I need a hammer. But now I need, yeah, exactly. Now I need eye. the axe. So, like, it, to me, it's like, from a strategic standpoint, is That's just Infinity like, War's fault, not Thor or Ragnarok. Yeah, but say, like, it's it all like, one big yeah, movie. Necessary. Yeah, so, anyway, um, last thing before we get to our ratings, um, you brought up the cat. Yeah, what was the cat? <laughs> Why was it an alien? Forkin. It's a Flurkin, uh, right? Where to come Flurkin. from? Flurkin. Flurkin. Yeah. Just walking around. Flurkin. Shield. Flurkin. Just walking around. Yeah. Flurkin. I don't know. I don't know the item. I'm not a it was, ner- it nerd to, enough um, to know what, where Marvel. it came from. It was her pet. Her oh. Friend. oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And it had the Tesseract at the end. Okay. Oh my gosh. I like the cat. That stuff. kind of I messes very... with the lore, doesn't it? I like the cat. And it's it actually doesn't. It, it fits in. It it fits. I it thought, fits in the cat. I thought Annette, no, Annette Benning, the Lawson character, was just like woefully stupid in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like every the either like how's my hair? Just has, has just, there been a more eloquent burn on this show? I I. <laughs> Being honest. I called something dog shit once. <laughs> she's really okay, that was more eloquent. She's a very good actress, and yes. as a movie, like fr- as a character in this movie, it she took the brunt of the sacrifices of like trying to speed up stuff. Yeah, God. In the vein of uh, one Francis McDormand, I have something I want to say. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Just play some nobody... swell mu- music. Ms. Larson, if you're watching, I think you're wonderful. Everybody in this podcast has seen you in other movies and thought you were a fine performer. You disappear into poppy roles that are wonderful. I celebrated and uh, when I found out that you were the person replacing Emily Blunt, I liked her, but she had to go. So I was worried about the casting and they chose you and I thought that was great. Nobody told you you needed to fucking smile in this movie. Nobody said it. Nobody said Captain Marvel needs to smile. Nobody said, look at Captain America. He smiles all the time. They just wanted you to look like you wanted to fucking be there. And you didn't. <laughs> you looked so meh. Hmm. Hmm. I, I could be doing something else. Like, you look like that asshole friend who always is too good to be doing what his friends are doing. Thanks for covering for me, dude. It has nothing to do with a biker saying, like, you should smile more. It's like, no, if you're a warrior, look like a warrior. Don't well, look like... Whoa, 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 whoa. They actually said that in this movie? They, huh? did, they did have that line. <laughs> they did have the line. That's, that it was a reshoot. They added it after the non-traversy. Ooh. It didn't fucking oh. happen. Oh. Nobody said it. That's good. I love so that. So when you say I don't blame the actors, I blame the, I'm gonna, that I'm, actor for Hold on, hold on. Brie Larson. It was an assumption. It was... Wow, she doesn't look like she wants to be there. I, oh, so you think she should smile more? It's like, no, I didn't fucking say that. I, I mean, said she should look like she wants to be there. So, I'm gonna, which was an analog for her whole entire performance. Rain him in, man. Gonna, gonna bring the temperature down just a little. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the perspective. Get that we'll stick with the it. hook on it. Like, there's a lot. Of, I mean, it, that's a shared sentiment, obviously. <laughs> like, the fa- and the fact that the people, I mean, they they responded and added a scene, like. Yeah. To me, my big takeaway from this, I again, I actually default. I guess I disagree that I default to, and I don't know what the back. I mean, Aaron showed a bunch of like little uh, articles and stuff in his video that, but maybe so. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't blame anybody for the decisions made in terms of stuff like that. I actually am more frustrated by like the fact that internet comments influence anything. Like I guess yeah. that like maybe I'm or this is like internet comments. yeah I guess this a is like a fake ones this is like an existential thing about our podcast in general like what is the point of us but like when I hear like right, like there's an outburst of like we got to shut down the tro- the fake accounts doing critics reviews into rotten t- like who cares like why are we bother- bothering even c- caring about any of this stuff like the people who want to take their time. And and to the, to your point, Wesley, the the movie people who are responding to this stuff, like just ignore the people who don't care about movies for real. Like Hold they're on, the Matt. people who are just like I've got a conspiracy. It, it has theory nothing for to do you. with them for Brie Larson. It's 
look like you want to be there for the girls you're saying you're doing the movie for. Well, and I, I think not to she satisfy is. me. To me, I the think girls she... who are like, oh, I want a female hero. Then look like you want to be there. Well, look like you're having fun. Well, you can you can critique her performance, but I wouldn't say that she as a person is like not being there for people. Like she, no, liter- I'm not. She's I'm literally showing up to go to mo- the movie and go with like try and get people to go see this movie like i I agree i'm not blaming her that on her i'm blaming the response on her response on her that it's about her not smiling and turning it into an issue that it isn't Hmm. i mean that's her fault that'll always uh, yeah i mean that's that seems to be the new normal for movies like this other people that's what bothers me matt the shutting down of comments and all that it it's kind of scary to me because it I'm not shutting saying, down is scary, but the misrepresentation of them is also scary. Well, of course. Scary. You know, the misrepresentation, I fear, is going to be used as fuel to further to stifle shut- things to, to, so that nobody can critique your movie. We're, okay, so we're, uh, we're... To protect the money. I'm just going to say, it's just, we've been going to the 30-minute format. I think we're going to go <laughs> well, well okay, over. Okay, okay. So, it, this is... I th- we'll get to our ratings. Like, if you want to just skip to whatever the end of this podcast is. I would like to talk about this. The uh, To me... When you talk about the stifling or whatever, like, uh, I mean, I could argue the opposite side, though, of like there are the same amount of reviews for Captain Marvel after two days as there are for Avengers that came out a year ago that are all seemingly all pushing it down. People have opinions. Crazy. But I mean, but then I guess that's the entire point is like, what is the objective reality of the movie? Like we're, we talked about it together, like what we honestly thought about it, but people who, I mean, theoretically, like what is the percentage of people putting in Rotten Tomatoes critics reviews versus the total amount of people who saw it? Did they actually go see the movie? I guess would be my question. Um, There's a, there's a, there's a you can look online. There's a website that has all a bunch of the deleted reviews. A lot of them are just genuine genuine reviews that didn't say anything about feminist garbage. They didn't say anything about that. They said like I thought her performance was fine, but the movie was really poorly put together. So I really can't recommend it. Guess what? Deleted from the website. Well, and I, that's and obviously that's the biggest problem is that people who at least can rationalize like what they're talking about get lumped in. All together. Right. And so that's, what, that's what, what Aaron is saying is a valid point is that just anything that comes across that's negative, they're going to say, well, that's obviously a troll, which is a really dangerous place to go down. And or review, scroll. Rev- or scroll. A scroll. Review yeah. brigading goes in the other direction, too. Matt, look at these positive comments. Look at how similar they are. I can't, <laughs> I can't read. Yeah, no. It, 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 and that's entirely valid is we have created a world where this one website Honestly, let's just be honest. This one website has created this monolith of what is worth seeing, and everybody can influence it in fake or real. And reviewers you know? can be paid off. Exactly. And I don't see why I they mean, don't do what this, other sites do, where it says how many reviews that person has done. Next well, to their that name. would help. And I mean, this isn't the first time we've talked about Rotten Tomatoes on the show. I, I mean, I think it's incredibly flawed. Check out our Rotten I've, Tomatoes cast next week. I've, yeah. I've ex- I mean, it's yeah, that's a good tease for next week. Um, I mean, I, I have strong feelings that they're in the bag with Disney product, uh, like no. properties. Like I'm, I've said this before on the show. Like the like the rating uh, for Captain America, just or Captain America, Captain Marvel. This is the fifteenth best superhero movie of all time. That is based off of their adjusted Rotten Tomato score. It is the fifteenth best. All, Ever. any movie, any superhero movie. And if which, you disagree, you're wrong. I mean, I'm going to say that. It's just like it's, um, I, I don't I don't know how to reconcile that based off of the, what we've talked about here. Like maybe my, my opinion's different, but it's, it's getting to that point where we're seeing like a divide on very certain types of movies. Use um, Metacritic instead. So. Nail I love on the a good, head, strong ben, female character. I go, love a good, strong female-led movie. I loved Tony Collette and Hereditary. I loved Annihilation. I liked Wonder Woman a lot. I love it. I didn't love this movie. You didn't make a good one. That's you didn't make a great one, at least. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with what Brie Larson said or does. That's so that's just, that's a good segue. Let's go ahead and go around. Let's do our out of ten. What number would you give this rating wise? Um, 
and kind of your like quick justification for it. Okay. Uh, ben, what would you give it? Five. Maybe a five. Okay, that's five. sounds pretty fair how based come? on our discussion. I maybe not how come, but like what's the kind of the powers are cool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of in that like. Yeah. This is a she's, super she's movie, Goku. and they did it. Yes. Yeah, yeah it, like it was a good popcorn affair. Yeah. I just liked say. her look and her powers. Okay, cool powers. Wesley, do you want to go last? I'll go. Uh, okay. I'll give it a five too. Um, I thought there were a lot of great moments in the movie, but as a whole, it just didn't come together for me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. So my system's a little bit different. I would say the number I'm about to say it's a little prob- more perfect. Yeah, it's a little more. <laughs> it's a little more smart. Accurate. Um, <laughs> uh, it was progressive. Shut I would up, say man. so. Uh, just to clarify, I think the number I'm about to give equates to exactly what you guys are saying. So I agreed wholeheartedly. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna be. Generous? I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna go. It was between three or four. I'm gonna give it a four. I'm going to get a four out of 10, which basically to me means if somebody like I get it, if you're a kid, especially a young girl, like like stupid stuff, (laughs) (laughs) you're a young girl and you're stupid. No, (laughs) if you're like if you're a kid, superhero movies are great. Like, I'm not going to tell you don't go see it. And if you're like a young girl, especially like this is an important movie. I understand that. Uh, But like if you're a young girl, see Superman. Oh, yeah. It's just a good movie. So it's not the 15th best. Um, From what I understand, Matt, on your scale, a four (laughs) means not terrible, but not everybody needs to see it. Exactly. So my cutoff is a five. So if it's below a five, it means to other people I'm telling you, you do not have to see it. You don't need to see it. It doesn't mean it doesn't have value or merits or good scenes or things that are memorable or whatever, but it is flawed to the point that I don't think you need to go out of your way to see it. And that's, I think... Alt, and I'm, I, I even said it. I'm being kind of generous. I think this movie was almost one of the more disappointing ones I've seen in a long time. Worse than um, Justice League? No, I no. went into that knowing full well how bad it would be. This one, I actually thought, given the track record, like I don't think they hit. Uh, there's very few. Like to me, this is bottom five Marvel movie. Like yeah. this is the very lowest end. Is it above Thor: Dark World? No, uh, maybe yeah, it's, it's in that, that it's in that yeah. grouping, but it's, it's above, above that it. in Iron Man two. Yeah, I, I no, actually no, like Iron, Iron Man two. It's <laughs> above too. Iron Man three. <laughs> yeah, I'll I, give I, it I like that. Iron Man three, and I don't like Iron Man. 3. I do not. Uh, Where is my bird? Yeah, where's my bird? But I mean, you get the point. It's kind <laughs> of on the bottom end. Where's my bird? Well, since I didn't see the movie, I will just give my general thoughts on everything. Um, I love that you brought up the emotional impact thing, Matt. Uh, ben brought it up. Ben brought it up. Well, you you spoke to it too. Sorry, sorry, Ben. I just can't speak very well these days. Right, right. <laughs> I haven't felt Bird. an emotional impact from a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie since Captain America, the first. Even that one was eh. I I'm with you on that actually. And I I just can't be brought to care. It there's no stakes. There's no emotional impact. It's scenes happening and then people punch each other and are never hurt by it. It's it's really boring, and I, I can't believe there's 21 of these movies and that they're the most successful franchise of all time. Well, and, and the thing is is that they... And I feel bad for... I know there's a we had a whole long discussion, but again, like... I feel bad for the actors. Like it's like the th- the three archetype Marvel hero main characters. It's like you're one of those three, and that's it. And maybe you're shuffling between them. But Gosh, it's then you're like, Hawkeye. Like you can't. <laughs> <laughs> or the Falcon. Yeah, you, like you God, just, I love that guy. It's all the same kind of like triad moment of like one's the serious one's the goofy and one's the like logical and you're always just kind of shifting between the three at any given moment and it's like it's all everybody's becoming the exact same you know what this movie is matt this movie is the film equivalent of soylent green (laughs) all the elements just like like uh ground down and put together and then you eat it for your sustenance Which I consume. Guess, yeah, I mean, maybe that says something more about us as cons- like uh, not me. Not I stopped you. watching yeah, them. You, you have an embargo. Hit the hit, hit the, the button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I'm really so just the transition us into the future. Like, I'm actually excited to do. Uh, hopefully, maybe the three of us or whoever. Obviously, not Aaron because he's not embargo on. I'm excited to see what uh, Endgame does uh, because yeah. I loved Infinity War. So yeah. it's I'm kind of disappointed in some of these like one offs to like catch us up to how we got to here. But I'm still excited for it. What do you guys think? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, especially to new trailer today. Looked it was great. It's it had stakes. Month. It had emotions. Yeah. All right. When. Uh, Mid April, I think. Late April. Pre-purchase Late your 7th, tickets, slaves. Late April, twenty sixth or seventh, I think. Yeah, we should see it together. We should. Can you hold my hand when you watch it? <laughs> I'll be there, but I'll be blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just gonna judge the sound mixing. That's all yeah. I'm here for. It's for the Oscars. I'm only. They here. panned it too far to the right. I'm only here for the theater experience. All right. Um, okay, so uh, next week, um, in the coming months, there's a bunch of awesome movies coming out Godzilla like Dumbo like there's a yeah. whole bunch for whatever reason this year may not stink like all the this is the blockbuster Dumbo season looks really good yeah I'm, ex- I'm psyched it, it, for it looks like a real Tim Burton movie that's two weeks from now real I, Tim Burton movie <laughs> Tim Burton movie <laughs> but before that next week you know that elephant can fly right <laughs> I'd be unseen about everything but flap them ears and I've never seen an elephant fly Beautiful. Save that. For, I hope you bring your sick voice back in sick two voice, weeks. Right. Uh, in two weeks, though, because okay. Dumbo's two weeks from now, or uh, maybe even three weeks. I think us is in between. But next week, next week, uh, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to spoil it. We've got an awesome idea that's going to be like a competition over the course of like the lit- of the literally a calendar year that we've <laughs> thought about. We've all spent a lot of time. We've got new people coming on. We've got old people coming on. Uh, old guest coming on. It's gonna old be awesome. People. It's <laughs> gonna be a firefight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh We lost. Hey, look at that. <laughs> we lost Wesley. He's gone. I'm here. Yeah, I we told lo- you it die. We, we lost your camera. His battery's exhausted. Um, so uh, <laughs> next week we've got an awesome, awesome, awesome uh, new thing that we're gonna try out. Um, that you absolutely should watch. So. Uh, tune in next Thursday. Opiates. Um, We're going to try opiates. Yeah, we're going to try opiates. Well, thanks for Live on air. Yeah. Does wonders for your throat. <laughs> thanks a lot, Wesley. Never come back. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Wesley. Thanks, everybody, for uh-huh. listening and watching. Thank uh, you. See you next week. The Captain Marvel abides. <laughs> Captain Marvel abides. <laughs>